Hey, Mickey, what are you listening to? I'm listening to Brit's Guide to Disney Vacation Club. Those guys are great. They sure are. Welcome to this episode of Brit's Guide to Disney Vacation Club. We're proud to announce that we are now working with Figaro's Whiskers VIP. They are a designer of Disney ears and Disney bows. So please go to Facebook and look at Figaro's Whiskers VIP. These are quality products designed with a Disney flair. So without further ado, let's get on with the show. Welcome to this episode of Brit's Guide to Disney Vacation Club. It's going to be a solo show, just me today, just a tired and jet-lagged Kevin. I returned from Florida on Friday morning after 18 fantastic days in Florida. But I just wanted to come on and record a quick show put out this month, just covering whether or not I feel it's worth going to Florida during the COVID restrictions, or as I would say, this great unpleasantness. The restrictions are still in place as I speak. I landed in Orlando on the 22nd of January. We tested prior to going at Heathrow Airport, which apart from having issues finding the test centre was an absolute breeze to do. By the time we got to our airport parking, we all had the clear emails in our email box and were ready to go. So Checking process for Virgin is the first thing I want to speak about and it's not good I'm afraid. I spent two hours trying to get PDF files to attach to the Flybe or whatever they're calling it app and I couldn't get them to attach. I managed to get one of us sorted but all four of us had issues and I made 24 attempts to get the PDF files or the screenshots to attach to the app. And I couldn't manage to get them to attach. I thought they had, but they hadn't. We had print off copies. David, you're dead right. Keep everything printed off at this time. So we had everything printed off. We went to Virgin in the morning, three hours before standard. There was hardly anybody there. I had done the decla- declaration online with no issue. So that helped me in the Virgin team took us straight through and just checked our paperwork. I showed them the emails for the test and we were through then it's just normal really you check in at the desk you hand over your bags they're nearly 22 kilos you take a sharp intake of breath and you put them on the scales the lady checks them and they're away after that really it was just exactly the same as david said there was no more checks to do until we got to orlando nothing to do there really same security as before only thing is you're wearing a mask all the time on the plane and changing. Now, the flight, 10 hours and 10 minutes, it's a lot longer. I know it was 9 hours or 9 hours and 20 going out before with a 747, but that 10 hours and 10 minutes seemed like an eternity. I wasn't impressed with the uh, choice of films on Virgin, but luckily I downloaded some onto my iPad and I watched those. The A330, it wasn't that much more of an impressive plane than the 747 to be honest i didn't see much difference apart from it taking a little bit longer to go i did fly basic economy out and basic economy back the flight out was pretty much full it was a saturday there wasn't any spare seats much at all so luckily we picked four four seats two and two 
behind each other and we were comfortable enough with those because my son's quite tall so he just dangled his legs out and tripped her body up but apart from that it was good so we landed in Orlando and we got we'd got lined up a trans transportation company because I wasn't very impressed with them it's the way to go I think now Magical Express is gone but we'll be looking for another company I think in the future because you've got to phone them to ask them to come and pick you up so that gives you a 20 to 30 minute delay rather than them being waiting there with a board like they do when I use them in the UK. I think I'd prefer Mac perhaps to do an Uber but then you have got to look at surge pricing. My wife's a little bit Covid scared at the moment still so we did hire a big van and the gentleman driving was a was a little surprise it was only four of us with all our six cases and rucksacks and what have you it was good to have that minibus style vehicle to have the space to put everything so we arrive at endless summers surfside resort in universal studios absolutely no problem check in and we're away i'd skip forward now to the last day so the last day always a struggle for everybody everybody traveling to the US on Orlando and Disney World. We were actually staying at Saratoga Springs. So we went to Corbell Services, checked our luggage just the same as we would do normally and went off and did a few things around Disney Springs. We were being picked up at 2.15. We were sat waiting at 2 o'clock and he arrived on time. In fact, he arrived early and we were off to the airport. Virgin had emailed me telling me there was going to be a 40 minute delay and sure enough there was a 40 minute delay which gave us a little bit more time security in orlando airport wasn't too bad it was pretty much normal i'd filled out the declaration the night before and checked in on virgin's website the only issue i had was when i first went in it was asking me for test results for covid19 test results now as of the 11th of february you no longer need to test at day two when you get back to the uk so we actually just managed to squeeze in there two and a half hours early because we landed at 6 30 and at 4 a.m they'd scrapped the need to do covid day two tests we'd already got them booked and i'm struggling at the moment to get a refund from the company so i'm not going to uh, mention who they are getting back into the country not an issue the only thing I don't like is those automated passport machines at Heathrow. We all wear glasses and of course you take your glasses off and they take forever to decide whether or not they're going to let you through. And you can't see that maybe you've put your passport on upside down like one of us did again this time and it gets a bit stressful. But other than that, it was pretty much a straightforward trip into the UK through passport. And again, obviously, as normal, our cases were possibly the last ones off the plane now i picked my car up immediately after getting off the aircraft instead of testing on day two because of the lack of availability of test centers on the island i decided that we would test at the airport again now we didn't need to do this test and as i said previously we we're trying to get a refund for that southampton to catch the ferry well we managed to get on an earlier ferry home and arrived home in one piece at around 12 30 p.m so it was a long old stretch coming home purely because we thought we were going to have to test at the airport but luckily we didn't need to do so so the trip was it worth it with the covid restrictions obviously i'm going to say yes if it's your first time maybe not it's a lot different there are still quite a few things closed to a lot of things that like parades still not operating you're not really getting that proper interaction with the characters like you used to do there are still a few things that are missing 
meal-wise, restaurant-wise are closed or they're modified. Some of the restaurants are still not offering a full full menu like they used to. So it's it's not really all completely open there. And I have to say, Disney really are lacking staff. Their cast members are struggling. There's not enough of them. They're still the wonderful people. I had a birthday when I was there. So I had a lot of compliments upon my rather massive birthday button that um, my family bought me. But it's still quite restricted, I feel. And if you're not wanting to go for the 50th anniversary, if it's your first time, perhaps I'd wait a year. But if you're like me and you've been several times before, or you go several times a year, definitely. It's still a fantastic vacation. I don't agree with David about the fireworks shows. I think they're brilliant. I don't agree about the kite tails. I think that's a fantastic little show. Yes, you haven't got any fireworks, there's no loud music and so on because of the animals, but it's a lovely little show and quite funny if you watch it with a big group of friends like I did, around 70 of us. There are a few other things. I mean, Ogres is open and they're filling it to capacity, but you've got those plastic screens in there. So when you are sat, if you're lucky enough to get to sit down, you're really sat very snugly with the people you're with. So unless you're absolutely desperate to do it, like we were maybe that's something i wouldn't do on a first visit if you're going this year other than that it's like it always is the rides are really good it was very very busy and it was cold like david said it wasn't warm at all we didn't have the sort of 80 degree heat that we're used to and the humidity we'd only had one day where it rained for instance whereas it would rain nearly every day in august but if you've got some warm clothes and you're used to going to paris it was a dream we really enjoyed the Disney experience. Let's talk DVC. Is DVC doing anything different? I think they are. Cleaning doesn't seem to be done as, as often. We, I phoned up for some new towels one day and they said that uh, we weren't due them for a few days. So I just nipped out and borrowed the towel, pool towels, which is a, a thing that I know a lot of DVC members do anyway if they run out of towels. But we were in a one bedroom and Deborah just washed them, to be honest. Other than maybe not seeing as many staff around the resort as normal it was still clean it was still welcoming the refit on saratoga springs is beautiful i really think those rooms now are some of the best on property we had a one bedroom as i said on the ground floor not the first floor as the americans call it on the ground floor and it was stunning i've shared pictures on our facebook page really go and have a look at it they are stunning we did a studio at animal kingdom lodge and it was a spectacular view from our room on the fifth floor. We really stayed mostly in Animal Kingdom Lodge those first couple of days as we were there for 18 days and only had a 14-day park ticket. We also did Universal. I know this is a DVC show, but we did Universal. And I think, to be honest with you, it's a great way for a cheap hotel that's still got all the amenities, still got very good value for money, food, and close to the park. Surfside's not actually within walking distance of Universal, but the buses run so regularly. But it's just across the road from a KFC, a Walgreens. There's a Subway's almost next door and used the IHOP and the Denny's. We had a stunning meal at Denny's. Crazily enough, the best meals we had was at the Denny's, just down the road from Surfside on iDrive. So we did iDrive as well. Have things changed there? Maybe, maybe not. I'm not really sure it's been a long time since i've done iDrive. we did the outlets yes they seem to still be restricting the amount of people that go in and out of the outlet stores and they were still enforcing the mask rules in universal in disney 
they are still enforcing the rules. I saw more than a few people being told to put their masks up. I actually saw four people ejected from a ride for not wearing a mask in Walt Disney World. So it, they're still doing it as it stands at the moment. But as we all know, once that mask mandate dropped, then I think we will find it changing a great deal. It has, as we've noticed now, as we returned on the 11th of February, that the mask mandate has now gone in the UK and it is a lot different i prefer to have the mask mandate in place for people's protection but at the end of the day they're saying that we're not going to get that ill and i'm now not planning a expensive holiday to florida so the worry of catching covid isn't quite as stressful as it was four or five weeks ago when i had a lot of money riding on whether or not i could get into orlando all in all yes from someone that's done it before florida Orlando is definitely worth it. It's one of the best I've had, but I will do a trip report when Adam returns. Unfortunately, we couldn't get our schedules to go together and meet up with Adam at Saratoga Springs, but we will do a debrief of Adam and we'll do a trip report for myself in the coming weeks. But I just wanted to pop on there. Is it worth going to Florida in COVID? Yes, if you've been before, I think it is. Maybe if it's your first time, maybe give it a year. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed my views and I'll be speaking to you in the coming weeks with trip reports for myself and Adam. You all have a great day. Hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please leave us a review on your podcasting app of choice and subscribe. You can contact the show at bgt.dvc at gmail.com. That's all lowercase. At Twitter and Instagram, we are bgtdvc again all lowercase on facebook we are brit's guide to disney vacation club if you're looking to buy resale dvc points or rent dvc points out contact b thaxton at shopdvc.com if you want to book holiday to florida a universal disney or any other destination go to david's website disney for brits Dot com. That's Disney, the number four, Brits.com. All of these details will be in the show notes. This has been a Isle of Wight audio production. <laughs>